0: All right, Blake Tanner, I think I've done it. I think I've cracked the way to get the viewers, to get the listeners, and defeat the podcast Illuminati once and for all. Okay, what you got for this one? I think to defeat it, like a great movie, we must sacrifice something to gain infinite gold and wisdom. Must sacrifice a part of ourselves. And I've seen... A lot of podcasts that have sacrificed mostly the worst idea of all- time podcasts, where they sacrifice a year of their time watching shit movies literally every week, so grown-ups too, once a week for a year, Sex in the City too, once a week for every year. But I think we can one-up them, Blake. I think we can one-up them by doing a bad movie every day for seven days.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: No. Well, wait, Blake. I had this great idea. We were going to do... We were going to do
1: Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector. Oh, no. No, Blake. Blake, it's okay. It's just... <laughs> I've told you I've seen some of that movie before, haven't I? Blake, I've... It's bad.
0: Blake, I've already watched... I've already watched it. Oh, I'm sorry. What the fuck? I'm re- So welcome to a load of BS, ladies and gentlemen. This, apparently this one's gonna be like a weird diary of, I guess, just my mental state over these next seven days as I watch Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector. And here's what I think. I think, oh, I'm joined as always by Blake Tanner. Hey, how's it going? And I'm Scotty Moore. But here's what I'm thinking, Blake. You... I have never come close to thinking that you were going to flat-out quit the show than when I was (laughs) adamantly trying to get you to watch this movie. And
1: so, instead, I made you... If it helps, I had never been so much to the point where I knew that I wasn't going to do something for the show.
0: (laughs) So, here's the thing. I think... I'm doing it for the next seven days. I've dedicated it. I've got it marked in my calendar. But you don't. So it's now my goal to get you there to a point where you're going to want to watch Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector. <laughs> so I'm just going to, since this is episodic, so we will not have a lot of time. I'm going to set a 10-minute ti- timer, and I'll just dis- we can just discuss my re- my experience watching this movie today so it opens and within approximately 5 seconds there is a shot of larry no wait hold on i have to convince you so i should not talk about the- no no please go on tell me what you were talking about well there is a shot of larry's ass and then a shot of larry peeing in the shower but here's uh-huh. here's the thing and i think you have this same talent that i do And it's, when you live in the South long enough, it's almost like earmuffs go on when a bunch of dumb fart jokes happen, and that shit happens, and it just phases you out of existence. Because, Blake, there's a lot of farting in this movie. (laughs) You're trying to get me to watch it, right? No, right now we're just discussing my experience. I'm gonna give you good moments, (sighs) but right now I just need to express to you
1: the violent amount of farting in this movie. Like, I can understand, I can ignore a fair amount of that kind of stuff in any movie, because a lot of comedy movies, you'll be surprised just how often they go to the fart well. Yes. Um... This one, this one made me realize something,
0: though. Have you ever seen a movie that has good fart foley? Because this one goes straight to the keychain you get at a gift shop and makes a fart noise and you hide it in your boss's desk or something. <laughs> fart noises. Have you ever heard a good fart foley? No, I haven't. Also, fart foley is my favorite pro wrestler from the 90s. Oh... Fart
1: Foley is his son.
0: Fart, f- <laughs> please, please, Mr. Foley was my father. Call me Fart. Um. Oh. Now I will. Here's my first positive moment, and it was the fact that I had eight genuine laughs in this film.
1: Okay, I, I'm. You've already f- you've gone full like. We didn't even base this so much off of um the worst idea of all time. It was more. Till death do us part. Blake, you're cutting into my ten minutes now,
0: but I did have—I yes, a- know—I had eight real laughs, and I'll give you a few of my favorites. There is a wheelbound chair character, wheelchair bound character, or wheelbound character, I guess, and his kind of his entire character is to be a dick to Larry. Like he's one of the guys who I. I guess the filmmakers made him up, but he's really mad if anyone tries to help him because he's just like, oh, you're just giving me sympathy because I'm in a wheelchair. Eventually, you learn that he's not crippled, by the
1: way, and it's really weird of a character choice. So he just... He sits in a wheelchair in hopes of people insulting him or, like, treating him differently because he's in a wheelchair. Well, and then he just does it for all of that moment to where he finally stands up and says, No, I was not wheelchair. Well, no, there
0: was... <laughs> no, I was not wheelchair. Um, well, no, no, it's it's actually uh, inferred in the movie that he got a... um, What's it called? When you get when you get better at job promotion dude it's late and i watched larry the cable guy today um it's inferred that he got a promotion because he's in a wheelchair and larry didn't so yeah um but the one of my favorite lines does come from larry because larry's asking uh this guy to help him get reservations at a fancy restaurant to take out his girlfriend not girlfriend like girl he just started dating and he looks up at him and he the man in the wheelchair, who, I'm not gonna lie, has been the butt of jokes. Because, mm-hmm. look, Larry, I'm not a miracle worker. Well, if you were, you'd been up that wheelchair a few weeks ago and done kicked my ass.
1: <laughs> At least that's a little bit self-deprecating. I.
0: I oh, no, no, no. Uh, Here's the thing that shocked me. Because, like, we based, we based this show off of Worst Idea, Until Death Do Us Blart, where the main characters of... Grown-ups too and Death Blart, they're kinda garbage people. Uh-huh. Larry the cable guy ain't that bad. In this movie, he's probably the most likable character, and it upset me that I realized that.
1: Now, this is also at the same time when you said there was a lot of weird transphobic shit in this.
0: Okay. It's the writing is transphobic, the character is not. And I don't even know if it's transphobia. Essentially what it is is there's a Larry is assigned a partner because for some reason this movie about health inspection is making fun of 80s cop movie tropes down to the fact where the uh, chief of health inspection who is played by Biff Tannen from Back to the Fucking Future (laughs) never is not angry. There's never a scene where he's not like Larry (laughs) like he's So angry, but he decides to give Larry a partner who is, um, this kind of uptight, very by the books, uh, health inspector lady, but she has her hair pulled back and she has boyish features. So for, I swear to God, the most of the movie, Larry thinks that he, she's a guy and refers to her as such. So I don't know if that's transphobic or not. I wouldn't call it that, I would just call it, like,
1: weird. I
0: don't want to spoil it, but I will say there's a very sweet moment at the end where Larry refers to her as a girl, and it's such a sweet moment that it's kinda gross. (laughs) That I was taken in so deeply that I was like, yeah, this is a genuine moment between two human beings where she... Um so yeah that's where the transphobia I did write down a warning for everyone else I just want you here cuz I need an ar- I need an army buddy I need an army brother here going through this for me but my warning is if you're gay trans a woman black with or knowing somebody who has a mental health disorder a health inspector, mayor of a city, a hamster, a dog, a Kmart manager, sober. Don't watch this film. God, that's a list. It's <laughs> a list. Um, let's go back to some of my genuine laughs because the ending of the movie is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life because Larry has been like dating this girl on and off. I guess just on, like, there's no off really in the movie. And at the end, they finally kiss, as is the trope in most movies. And then, like, they're leaning in to get it, get it dirtier. And then Larry, for some reason, Larry gets a call about, like, there's another health inspection violation somewhere. <laughs> and he's like, he literally does, like, the fucking Michael Kane at the end of Dark Knight. Is it Michael Kane or is it, um, Gary Oldman, who does the—he's what he's not what the city wanted. It's what the it's city. Gary wanted. Oldman. Yeah, it's fucking Larry the Cable Guy, just like I am the nut. I am Health Inspector Man. But then she's just like, well, you go do that?" And then when you come back, I'm gonna have a real surprise for you. And then Larry turns facing the camera for the first time, breaks the fourth wall, and just goes. Get her in <laughs> I broke.
1: It's fuck. It's the- and um, it the surprise is actually a pregnancy test. <laughs>
0: yes. No, there's no way they boned before this. The only, the only somewhat sexual connection between them is when Larry has a a dream where he's promoted at work, and for some reason his office has a deer head that talks to him accuses him of being queer, then he gets a fishing pole to go hang out with Kid Rock and go fishing, and then she shows up scantily clad.
1: Um, Scotty, could I really quickly read this critic review that I found? Yes. In this gross out comedy, Larry bounces from fat joke to fart joke to gay joke to disabled joke to sexist joke and back again.
0: I will say, not that many fat jokes. As someone who a fat joke would hit, Not that many fat jokes in this.
1: Um, now, I mean, I... (laughs) I will say, Larry is not at his fattest in this movie. (laughs) Also, the
0: end credits are actually pretty charming, and Larry almost kisses Bruce Bruce, which was very good to me. Uh, if you want some real quotes from the film, because it's getting to the end of my ten minutes, the deer makes a good point, is a quote from Kid Rock. Also, Oh, oh, no, wait, wait, hold on. I'm not telling you to watch it because it's good, but I did tell you you can watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Here's the best thing about this. The YouTube algorithm apparently doesn't give a fuck that they have the entire movie posted, but the music the movie uses is cut out. (coughs) But- That's good. Gets better. I didn't know YouTube does this, but the sound effects are still intact? So there are these numerous scenes of, like, Larry walking through a mall. That was the ten minutes, but I have to finish this. Larry walking through a mall to complete silence. And, like, you've seen the, like, music videos without music, where it's Uh just, like, quiet noises in the background and people sniffling. It's that, but in Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector. So, it's not because the movie's good, it's because it's so buck-wildly weird, because of what YouTube's done to it, that I propose you should watch this movie. So, end of day one, Blake. Have I accomplished my mission? Are you gonna join me for these next six days?
1: Um, no, but... Okay. I can tell you that you'll have a much easier time in the next ten minutes, because... I am at the point in my sobriety that I've forgotten half of what we talked about, and uh, I love that.
0: Oh, that's that's good, okay. Well then, I guess I'll see, we'll see both, everyone, back here for day two. Yep.
1: Um, I will say, you've got a 50-50 shot from day one to day two. Fuck yes, awesome. Get her done.
0: So welcome to day two, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy.
1: (laughs) So, you've actually subjected yourself to watching this movie twice now, I assume.
0: Well, not just myself, but my family as well. (laughs) Including my girlfriend who, after the mother of my child, who sat down and during the first fart went, all right, I gotta go pick up CJ, you'll have fun, (laughs) and just left the home like no more.
1: Uh I'm so glad that she has understood how to deal with your shit at this point.
0: I also will say I did uh I did have to watch this movie in two parts. The first 45 before a Thanksgiving dinner and the next 45 after and it made for a very bizarre experience.
1: God, we are actually recording day 2 on Thanksgiving. So We
0: are. This is the thank I and you know what I give thanks for, Blake?
1: I know what I give thanks for.
0: And it's Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector.
1: Yep, and it's not watching Larry the Cable Guy Health (laughs) (laughs) Inspector.
0: Alright, but it's time for me to try to get you... I mean, it's only five days in a row you would have to watch it now. You've skipped the first two. And I don't think that's that bad, so let's start the timer now of me trying to get you in on this train.
1: How many minutes long is the movie again, by the way? It's,
0: uh... It's a little under 90 minutes. It's probably around like 84, 86 minutes. So okay. it's not that bad. So yeah, let's start with that. Let's start with some logistics. It's not the longest movie. It's not a Lord of the Rings epic saga you gotta crank into. Uh huh. It's just a short little ordeal. And now today I want to focus on the behind the scenes research that I've done on this film, Blake, because we've unearthed some great things
1: today. Okay, please, enlighten me.
0: So, well, firstly, there is a hand in Larry's office, and it's an inflatable hand that he's taped one of the fingers down to do the shocker. Um, due to some crack research me and my team have worked on, we have established that it was a John Cena, Doctor of Thugonomics hand that you could do that you can't see me with.
1: And what did this research entail?
0: It It entailed pause the movie oh man the youtube quality is pretty grainy which oh hold on we need to talk about the youtube thing after this but that does look like it says jaw Nah, and there's letters in the middle we can't quite make out hold on John Cena inflatable hand looked it up that's the same fucking hand it's right here
1: so was it you your dad or your mom that noticed it first
0: it was me it was okay. me cuz i saw the hand and then i cuz when the... you said
1: crack team i'm like Okay. This it's is me, it's Mom. It's the... <laughs>
0: which, by the way, this may not surprise you. Mom was pretty silent and on her cell phone the whole time. <laughs> dad enjoyed the fuck out of the flick. Dad really? <laughs> not surprised at all. There was a moment where he was just like, you know, son, I'm really enjoying this. And I'm like, I'll bet you are,
1: Papa. I mean, your dad is kind of embodied like larry the cable guy is his spirit animal
0: (laughs) he's white collar larry the cable guy because he works in an office and wears oh
1: whoa i didn't know about that update
0: god bless my father because (laughs) he was just like you know something son you're trying to convince blake to watch this right yeah well you know blake wears a lot of plaid you know who else wears a lot of plaid? Larry the motherfucking cable guy.
1: That is probably the soundest logic and the best, the best argument I've heard so far for me to watch this movie. <laughs> As a plaid boy, you must support Larry. Um, If he wears a newsboy cap at any point in this movie, which I doubt he does, then just hit me up. No,
0: there is a great scene near the end where he goes to his Jewish stylist. That's not a joke to get an undercover outfit. So, of course, Larry dresses up as like a Roman gladiator and all of that, but the fact that he has a Jewish stylist who just pops up out of nowhere, Blake Tanner. There are points in this movie where characters come back and you're like, I remember them from earlier. Not once is it mentioned that I got myself a Jewish stylist. This is him. Come on in,
1: buddy. Well, you know, maybe Larry, maybe he doesn't see um anything like that. Maybe Larry himself is just, he doesn't see, and he just doesn't qualify people by what they believe in. Yeah. Except it's Larry the Cable Guy and that's a bullshit.
0: Now going back to the YouTube thing, because last time we get closed off talking about the fact that apparently YouTube silenced the movie, like parts of the movie, to make sure that it wasn't playing They Call Me the Breeze. Yes. We made a shocking revelation today. And it was the fact that at the end they play a song by Montgomery Gentry called Get Her Done that is copyrighted and would get triggered by YouTube. And then we also realized that there's nowhere in the YouTube, like, algorithm that says we'll pot up the music or pot in correct, like, dialogue for people to still enjoy the video while taking your music out. Meaning that this was some fucking third-party interference of some guy going in, going into audacity for Larry the Cable Guy health inspector, and then, like vocal isolation
1: I would love if this was the director's YouTube cut (laughs) he's like well
0: it was supposed to be a lot darker with less music (laughs) but no this is (laughs) supposed
1: to be the closest to his original vision
0: (laughs) (laughs) no this is the part that blew my mind though is the fact that they're like you know when they do vocal isolation you can kind of hear that weird muffling that happens yeah The sound effects are crystal clear during these moments on YouTube, meaning I'm thinking that this sick fuck has gone back and done his own foley work for Larry the Cable Guy health inspector. He was like, pot down the music, hold on, wait, is the fart coming up? Fart's coming up? (laughs) Nailed it. Good work, Greg. We're gonna do this.
1: God. I did all the fart work myself.
0: I just love this one dude who's just like, Larry the Cable Guy health inspector needs to get out to as many eyes as possible, and if that means me editing it down and providing my own foley work, I'll do it.
1: God. This reminds me of, um... I once went to a sound studio that's based in, um, around Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. And I can't remember the name of this movie for the life of me, but it was a, um... A, like, slasher film that was filmed in Alabama, and they had lost a lot of their original sound stuff, or a lot of it was so low quality that you could not, like, use that in a movie.
0: Yeah, this was the sp- the spooky room. The
1: spooky room. The sound engineers, so, to fix that, they went through the whole fucking movie and added in their own sounds. Nice. That's what I imagine they were doing with this. I
0: like you added this anecdote for, like, God bless this one minute, I don't have to hear about Larry the Cable Guy and his Dirt film.
1: And it made it fit.
0: Now, here's the third thing we discovered about the film. Because so far, we've learned about the mystery of the John Cena hand, the mystical YouTube man who brought this film back from the dead with his own Foley work. Uh huh. And here's the third one. And this is a big one. We were watching the film, and it's showing Larry going to all of these different locations and health inspecting Mm -hmm. in a compilation, like, set to music, but of course there's no music, it's eerily silent. And one of them was a twisty treat, which is something I know exclusively as an Orlando, Florida ice cream location. The building is shaped like a mini ice cream cone so I went, that's in fucking Florida. Quick Google search later, and I find out that all of Larry the Cable Guy health inspector was filmed in my former home of Orlando and Kissimmee, Florida. That's cool.
1: it makes so much more sense now.
0: Wait, are you ready for the best part of this?
1: Are you about to tell me that you could see your fucking apartment or something?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Oh my god! It's not my apartment. I will start off with that. But halfway through the film, they- or probably early in the film, they go to a mall for reasons not really explained other than Larry's, like- Larry's new partner's like, I lost a contact, I have to go to LensCrafters. So that's literally, there are multiple lines thrown in, literally just so the film, you you can watch as an actor walks up and drops Chekhov's gun. Like, there's not even any tactics about it.
1: So what you're telling me is that you are remembering a scene that is from the room, and just kind of, projecting it onto Larry the Cable Guy health inspector.
0: No, no, no. Let me tell you, this mall they went to, though, was the mall that was directly across from my old apartment. I don't think... If you'll remember... If you go out on that exit, Mm -hmm. there's a 7-Eleven, and right behind it is the Plaza del Sol Mall, which Uh, is where they filmed
1: parts of Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector. I do remember that. Mostly because it was just named Plaza del Sol, and I enjoyed that name. (laughs) I
0: lived right
1: by Larry. I don't know if Larry lived there, but yeah.
0: So... I mean, I'm just saying, Blake, there's a there's a treasure trove to dig into here, because I know you, you're just like, it's not going to be funny to talk about once I watch it, it's just going to be me getting angry for a while, but there's really deep, in fact, tomorrow, if you don't watch it, I'm going to have to bust out the big gun, and oh, the 10 minute timer is up, which means that this is the perfect cliffhanger for the next segment, For tomorrow, where I reveal my theory that in the Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector universe, Larry is God. Oh boy. (laughs) And we'll see you tomorrow. What day is this? This is now day three, and Blake, Blakey boy, let me tell you, it's starting to set in for me. Like, this is the first, because yesterday at least I got to like watch it with family and be like, oh cool, it's time for some Larry the Cable Guy health inspector. And then first day I was ecstatic because I got to, I'm starting this new adventure. Third day is where I finally just became, fuck this. <laughs> this was the first day of existential dread of I have to do this a lot more.
1: Uh, you mean it's the first day you realized, hmm... It says 89 more minutes. I'm not going to get back.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And well, not only that, also the fact that we have to record this after I get off a shift at Black... I've really... My Black Friday retail experience was sandwiched with with Cable Guy, because the opening, before I went to work, was watching Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector, and then I got to leave and go talk about it for ten minutes.
1: Oh, that's good. How was your Black Friday?
0: Oh, it was horrid, and my my favorite thing is the fact that Emily wants to see me tonight, and I'm like, well, hold on, baby, I'll be there in like an hour, I have to go home and talk about Larry the Cable Guy with my buddy for a few (laughs) (laughs)
1: It <laughs> helps, We well, you can just spin this one just kind of deflating from Larry the Cable Guy.
0: <laughs> no, 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 because this is also the day where I cracked the fucking code, Blake Tanner. Uh-huh. But let me pull up the timer, and while I do this, let me do- I will tell you this is probably the least I've paid attention to. Because half of it was watching it, and the other half was doing intense research about the thesis, I'm going to spit to you today. Okay. Because, because of course, yesterday we did leave off... Well, I guess it's not a cliffhanger, because it's a, one solid episode that people are watching. But we did leave off with the cliffhanger that I've now realized that Larry is God. Um, also, we forgot to ask, did you watch the movie? No. <laughs> no, of course you did. No. Of oh, course child,
1: you did. no, baby, no. All right, let's no. start.
0: So, uh, watching the film, I've realized, like, there are numerous moments where Larry almost seems omnipotent and all-knowing. And that's where it started, was just this very funny, oh, what if Larry you know, was God, and I started watching the film, and that's when I started getting into, like, religious research about the name Lawrence, um, and I did find Saint Lawrence, who's the patron saint of comedians, much like Daniel Whitney, also known as Larry the Cable Guy, patron saint of cooks, which really connects to the health, uh, health inspector theme. Patron saint of poor people, and the whole film, Larry is just like, these are good, hard working people. I mean, they may have a bad thing here or there, but then you noticed, just trying to get their job done. And then this is the one where I think I'm gonna try to turn you, because St. Lawrence was the patron saint of Tanners. (laughs) I mean, it's your boy. He's your patron saint. You have to watch
1: him. Why did they need a patron saint? (laughs) It's, yeah well, that then again, tanners um are a horrid and wretched people, so yes,
0: um, now, see here's the thing that also there's a man in the opening scene who grabs his nuts. As an old lady asks for orange juice, he's like, can I have fresh squeezed orange juice? And my least favorite line of the film is, got your fresh squeeze right here, Grandma, as he grabs his nuts. That's played by a man named Michael Papa John. (laughs) And I didn't realize Papa John was a surname. But
1: Michael Papa John.
0: That now leads to my thesis on why I don't think Larry is, like, Christian God, because obviously not. He might be Jewish God, because he does have that rabbi who gives him clothing. But then I really went deep, because I think Larry is the human embodiment of the Greek God Apollo.
1: Apollo is an interesting choice. Let's Let's hear it.
0: Let's begin. He's God of Health. So Health Inspector. He's a lot of times with Larry with the girl. Like Larry's like, I spoke about to get some. And he's like, on a first date, I don't think so. And he goes, You didn't hear me play my song. And there's a, the, and that's introduced like late into the movie that Larry has a song
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: he never plays it. Like he never plays the song, but it does connect to the fact that he's God of music yeah. and poetry.
1: It's actually and, Save a Horse Ride a Cowboy.
0: Yes. Well, here's the interesting one. He can, Apollo can cause plagues. And after Michael Papajohn grabs his nuts at an old lady, Larry, almost as if he's summoning them, taps his boot four times, and then a plague of roaches comes across the entire fucking restaurant and allowing Larry to shut it down. He is punishing the sinners through a plague of roaches, Blake Tanner. Um, another thing that was bugged me in the movie is, uh, they're just like, they found rat droppings at this restaurant and Larry's like. Well, let's figure this out. And then he literally goes on a dissertation about Norway rats. Like, he's like, Nor Rattus Norvesigus, the Norway rats. Look at it. Literally, it comes down to, look at this rat's asshole. It's clean, meaning it's a lab rat, and so therefore they were planted there. But, like, <laughs> he knows so much about rats, mm-hmm. which is when I then found the story of Apollo Smentheus, which was like a... I guess another name for him. And that was the god of mice who led plagues of mice on people. So obviously he knows about mice because he fucking caused plagues of them. Um, also, he and his sister, Athena, they worked to clean up towns. One of the first lines Larry says to his new partner is, let's go clean up the town. So there's another.
1: So what you're telling me is that Larry the Cable Guy... Is this grim specter of what was once a great Grecian god? But when people stopped believing in him, he became a health inspector.
0: Well, let's become. Let's get. I've got the theory, but I'm not there yet. I also, Larry fucking loves moon pies. I've not figured it out yet. But like, if you open his glove compartment, it's beautifully stacked moon pies. But that's when I realized that Apollo's sister, Athena or Artemis was the god of the moon. It's a tribute to his sister, all the moon pies he eats.
1: They're also a delicious southern treat. <laughs>
0: that's right, buddy! And, like, a lot of the film, you're kind of wondering, because he's like, he can't use computers well, he, uh, instantly thinks that his partner is a boy. I think that's just because he's a god and he doesn't understand the new world. He don't get computers, he don't understand women dressing like, traditionally, like, the person is dressed. Now, here's where it gets dark, and here's my fun theory. I think Apollo's being punished by the gods through being put as Larry the Cable Guy, because there's a line where Larry goes, square jaw, good looks, and perfect health. I'm fantastic. I think he... When Larry looks in the mirror, he still sees Apollo. And when he goes home, he doesn't see this dirty, ratty place. He sees perfection. So I think that he's gone insane, and everyone else sees Larry, but he still sees Apollo.
1: It's funny that you mentioned this thesis because it reminds me, picture perfect, of a um, short play that was written in Birmingham recently Mm -hmm. that involved the uh, Greek goddess Aphrodite being cursed by her sisters for being more beautiful than they to live in a middle-aged accountant man from Alabama. Named Larry the accountant guy. It was... Oh, I wish I knew what the name was, but it was dangerously close well, to no, Larry. Here,
0: here's, here's where, this is where I think Apollo played his hand a bit too early, because there's a scene where they have all of the restaurants written up on the board, and Larry blindfolds himself, and he's just, it's an amazing monologue for Mr. Dan Whitney, but <laughs> he's just like... I will point to the next restaurant that will be hit. And he points to a random fucking restaurant. So you're like, oh, this won't work. They go to the restaurant, and that's the restaurant where they find the mayor allegedly poisoning food. Turns out that he's actually just getting the uh chef to put Hunt's mustard on it. But what I think is that Apollo's losing his edge. He's trying to predict the future, and he sees just sees the mayor and the poisoning conversation, and he's like, that's it and then he points to it, blindfolded. Oh. Yeah.
1: So he-, he knows that something's going on because the mayor's there, but he doesn't have the whole story.
0: Right. He's the god of prophecy, but his prophecy wasn't complete.
1: Mm-hmm. So he is not, of course, um, an omnipresent being.
0: No, no, no. And th- I think that's where the darkness sets in, because there is a... I'm not going to lie. Larry's a good actor. He's a good actor, and there's a- once he realizes his mistake... After confronting the mayor, you see like darkness creep into his mind as he's just like, no, no, I don't feel dumb at all. No, 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 it's so it's that good, huh? All right. And then he hangs up and you have like this moment of Larry, no.
1: Now, I would like to propose a counter theory. Okay. Okay. You've watched this movie 3 times now <laughs> and Larry the cable guy is not a grecian deity he is in fact a um one of the Cthulhu mythos <laughs> slowly driving you into madness yeah. and driving you to come up with theories to try to stave off that madness.
0: Well no no no. It got better cuz like you also see like the symbols of him like um like the wreath or the wolf and they don't really come up a lot until one time Larry is like it's up after this he's upset he goes back to his house and if, if there was someone watching the film with me I would have yelled enhance because if you enhance there was a tiny wolf statue <laughs> in between the cans of PBR which famously has a wreath at the bottom of it like a half wreath thing so like it all happened in one scene but then I started doing some research, and we're, I'm getting near the end,
1: so... Okay, I, there, are, there are tentacles coming out of you, though, buddy. Are you okay? <laughs> the You you just started speaking in nonsense for a while. You mentioned Relay and Cthulhu Yahweh. <laughs> um, Cthulhu now, Fatagan? What's going on over there?
0: But see, here's the thing, Blake. Here's where... Quit being a dick. My... <laughs> Here's where my problem was, was the fact that Apollo was not famously an alcoholic womanizing dick like Larry is. So I looked it up. Oh, wait a minute. That was more Dionysus' thing. Turns out that there's a thing online, like, I I can't remember who it was. Was it Nietzsche? Who talked about, like, these two different ways the world goes. One is, oh, there's the notes, but I'm st- I'm fucking going through this. One was, like, towards Dionysus, or one was towards Dionysus, where everything's, like, chaotic and, uh, angry and, uh, upsetting and alcoholic and re- full of ribald. And then if the, if you go too far that way, it'll start going back towards an Apollo world where it's very intelligent and strict, and form-fit, and that's kind of how the world goes back and forth, and I think... I think Larry the Cable Guy is that. Because there are scenes where he's very smart, and not, like, uptight, because he's still Larry the Cable Guy, but, like, (laughs) he's kind of more smart and very good at speaking, and then there are scenes where he just says dumb idiot things that fall out of his mouth. And so I'm thinking he might be... Dionysus and Apollo, and the gods are punishing them for, like, causing a fight or something, and forcing them to interact by being in the same body. And the way <laughs> the way that they swap who pers- who's in control is when Larry farts.
1: Um, I really like how you've included, um, the Pendulum of Order and Chaos, uh, because now I'm gonna make a and d character based off of him. <laughs>
0: But no, like, legitimately, in the final scene, like, Larry has this beautiful idea of, well, she left her, uh, mic pack. If I follow her, I can get her to admit to the world her evil plan. That goes, that goes, that goes. Also, he's dressed as a Hasidic Jew this whole time. Don't know if I've brought that up before, but the end scene does involve Larry as a Hasidic Jew. Alright. <laughs> um, <laughs> including the line, nobody messes with Hasidic Larry. Um, but he goes in and he's doing a very <laughs> smart thing, and he's like and everyone's like, "Larry, Larry's done it. Then he farts, and then he starts getting dumb again. I think that's when Dionysus takes over, but Blake, it's now time for the question of the day, and no hold t-
1: on i've got i've gotta offer I've gotta okay. offer my feelings on this.
0: Okay, put your offer on the table. I'm
1: glad that you've taken a lot of time in the in putting in this in or putting into all of this. You've done a lot of thorough research. Um, it's kind of scary because I do think you're falling into that well of madness. God, but I think oh it's also God. very, <laughs> it's very constructive. Yes. Um, also, there is a very large amorphous shagath behind you. <laughs> yes, that's great. It, yeah, it's uh, it is it is. Its tentacles are within your brain and yes. I can see it moving your eyes.
0: It, don't worry. You're the only one who could see it because of your special glasses.
1: <laughs> oh, I've also right. had to lose a lot of sanity points.
0: All right. What's your uh, what's your offer?
1: Okay. So, like I said, I got an offer. We have 4 days left. Yes. There are 90 minutes in the film. Yes. Starting tomorrow, I am going to watch approximately 25 minutes of the film wait
0: (laughs) but i've already spoiled it for you well so you know where it's
1: going yep but i'm gonna do a deep dive into those first 25 minutes
0: (sighs) wait hold on 25 25 that'd be 70 you're only gonna spend 15 minutes on that last bit
1: i said approximately blake I'll find a good, like, stopping point within like, a couple minutes. A wise minutes.
0: man once told me, if you're not balls deep, you're not in at all. I, I need commitment. And look, I know before we started this. Well, I am
1: committing to 20 something minutes. No,
0: no, no. You gotta go all in or not. It's, that's it. Because let me tell you something, my boy. I know we, when we fucking started this, we had the goof of, oh, Blake's never going to fucking watch this. I need you in the trenches with me.
1: <laughs> um, th- I'm Please. gonna, I'm gonna start dipping my toe. I'm, I'm America in, um, the beginnings of World War II. I'm just gonna start selling you weapons early <laughs> oh, okay. on. Okay. And then I might like, when we have the Pearl Harbor moment where Larry the cable guy just farts on my dreams and ideals, then I go all in. But see, Scotty, what I'm offering you now, I think that's a dangerous line of thinking, your balls deep stuff, because I'm offering you a compromise. (laughs) This great nation that we live in every day was built on compromise, dammit. And we should, we should be able, we should be able to meet our brothers in the middle. We should be able to say, if I say getter, you say done. Getter. Done. Getter. Done. And my getter is going to be watching the first 20 minutes of Larry the Cable Guy. (laughs) Two idiots
0: and a cable guy walking to a room.
1: <laughs> I just want to be in the room where it gets done. The room where it gets done. Because I believe it, At this point, though, you have fallen so deeply into depraved chaos, okay. and you need Wait, some no, 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 order. No.
0: Here's what I want instead, and I'm going to give you a counteroffer. It's now Mm. become Shark Tank, and we've gone way past our ten minutes, but I don't care. This is about to become the longest episode of a load of BS of all time. Okay. You watch the last 40 minutes of it tomorrow. The following day, you watch the middle 40 minutes, and then the last sixth day, you watch the first, and then the last day, you watch all of it through.
1: What day will be the last day?
0: It will be next Wednesday.
1: <laughs> what time do you get home on Wednesday?
0: <laughs> oh, oh, are you suggesting a yes. double boy compromise?
1: I'm suggesting that I I like your idea. I think the last day when I watch it in full, we have to watch it together.
0: We have to watch it together. Yeah. Let me make I think I work, but I may call in sick, to be honest. <laughs> like, I gotta watch Slayer the Cable Guy with my best friend. <laughs> We gotta do this. Yeah, dude, I fucking close. Damn it.
1: Oh shit.
0: Are you available before four o'clock to watch Larry the Cable Guy? I
1: <laughs> oh, I get off work right at four. What time did your closing happen?
0: I close at nine, but we have to do fight boys.
1: It sounds like we're gonna have a horrible Thursday morning. <laughs>
0: Okay, so Blake, you've agreed to do the reverse Larry, (laughs) which is
1: my favorite sexual position. Mm -hmm. You know how I like doing the reverse of everything. The
0: reverse Larry into a full Larry on Wednesday. Uh, But until then, would you like to go beg for money? Yeah,
1: do the the thing.
0: So Blake Tanner, I'd like to talk to you today.
1: No. I'd
0: like to talk to you, Daddy, about about a website. Not a man named Larry the Cable Guy. We've done that tonight. I'd like to talk to you about a website called Patreon.com, because that's a website mm. where all these people can support us for our horrid efforts into the mm. world of Larry the Cable Guy by donating a little bit of cashola our way. It's a monthly subscription for the price of a cup of coffee. You can Do support- you mean
1: patreon.com slash a of bs oh
0: of course patreon.com slash a load of bs it's where you can support us you can get access to our exclusive discord where you can hang out with the bs boys and chat we ask questions and then of course uh in addition to that you get shouted out on the show of your choice every single week like the patreon saint deborah more like Scott, more like all of our favorites all over at patreon.com slash a load of BS. But other than that, Blake, are there is there anywhere else if people want to support us they could do it?
1: Mm, do you mean merch.aloadofpurebs?
0: Dot yes. Dot I know I'm asking you to do this very drunk after watching Larry the Cable Guy health inspector, but I have faith in you.
1: Well, I will say that com is the place where you can buy all of our sweet merchandise, and not just for the BS podcast. You can buy it for all of our other podcasts. You can buy it for Fight Boys. You can buy it for Opposite Attractions. All of us, we have different and varied merch, a lot of different shirts. We have some other stuff. Like, well, you can get the BS Boozy Sippy Cup.
0: We got cups.
1: We got cups. Um... And every show that we do, including Fun Fiction, including this horrible garbage show that we're doing called The Load of BS, we have our own special shirts, and actually, we have our own Christmas holiday attire, don't we?
0: Wait, that's not Christmas, that's Harry Potter. (laughs) Anyway, yes, that's right, just for the month of December, we've got exclusive... BS Network Ugly Christmas Sweaters, one for each show. There's a Load of BS one, a Fun Fiction one. Collect them all, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. They're all underneath the tab labeled Christmas at merch.loadofpureBS.com. And finally, I'd like to. You know what? I wish there was a novelization of this film. Larry the Cable Guy health inspector. Oh, no. And then someone could just read it to me. That way, on my way to work, I could just listen to it and don't have to worry about sitting down and watching it.
1: There would be two pages devoted to the scene where Larry sits on a toilet. No.
0: (laughs) And then he grasps the porcelain throne and sat down upon it. Of course, it would be read by Larry the Cable Guy. Uh, But if you want audiobooks like that you can get it at audibletrial.com slash bs network that's where you get a free 30 day trial of audible you get access to hundreds of thousands of audiobooks just for 30 days full free ladies and gentlemen you can get my books quiesel corp, corp risen bs versus the gods a book about me and blake so make sure to go over there Check that out, ladies and gentlemen. Internet. So welcome to day four of the longest podcast we've ever recorded over the longest amount of days.
1: This is is the most number of days we've talked to each other physically since probably we graduated university. Yes. And And I want you to think about that. What you had (laughs) to do (laughs) to do this. And is it worth it?
0: I think it is, um, but I guess this time we don't need a timer, because you did watch a specially selected bit of the film that I sent. I did, I watched roughly about, uh, probably 40 minutes, roughly?
1: Yeah, just just over 30.
0: And I will say, I said, hey, it's time to record, and you sit back the beautiful praise. I'm pausing right after wheelchair guy gets nutshot by Donnie, the man who is Larry's self-described semi-retarded neighbor.
1: Yeah, okay, first can I, can I... Kind of just give you my reactions as they were, um, yeah, yeah, and how ch- I feel about the movie so far.
0: Because I, I did something different. I ran an experiment today, so I want you to go first, and then I will get into my deep, deep life change that I had today. So,
1: I didn't start taking notes early on, but I did notice that.
0: Well, hold on. Let's, let's, let's
1: firstly say you did not watch the beginning of the movie. I did not. I came in straight in the middle. And you know what? I didn't need to watch the first half of the movie. I knew exactly where we were going because this is the most generic plot. Yes. Um, Which is good because that means you can jump right in wherever you want. Yes, it's like a swimming pool, baby. Just dive on in. There were a couple of reactions that I had that surprised me because I thought... Oh, this is actually kind of funny. I thought, uh, yeah, you, like, you're like, that's what would be described as a laugh, but that can't happen. I'm watching Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector. I did, I did have reactions, and the f- best damn thing was five minutes after that, after those, like, good, good five to seven minutes that you dropped me right in on. Yeah. It was horrible again.
0: Now can I just ask did you my favorite line in the entire movie I know I said one yesterday that it was my favorite this one is my favorite line cuz of how Larry delivers it and it's where he's trying to teach Butlin how to be a, a restaurant like uh, a a lady at a restaurant taking orders and I don't know why I just forgot the word waitress um and Larry is having to be in character <laughs> As a shitty, uh, shitty patron of the restaurant. And he just goes, well, look at the little fella we got here. And then, we just, like, like, just looks at her. Hey there, little fella. Why don't you go get us a nice bottle of Boone's Farm? And he's talking to her like she's a puppy dog. And I love it every time.
1: I think... I enjoyed your description of it more than I enjoyed the line. Hey but... there, little
0: feller, because he has such, like, childlike joy in his face when he says
1: that. Uh, oh, s- now, my favorite line of what I watched so far was actually right after that when he said, The good lord didn't come over on the Mayflower, so you could sell us that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, Larry His, has him. So, any other choice moments for it from you? Uh,
1: singing like an autistic choir boy.
0: <laughs> no, the full line is he is singing like an autistic choir boy at the American Idol.
1: Yep. Um, a line when, that did
0: get a good laugh from my dad when we watched it.
1: When the mayor is hosting the TV show, yes, that which I have questions about, I understand the mayor hosting the TV show. I just still think it's a weird choice that the mayor's hosting a TV show. I feel like there's more important things a mayor would be doing. Are you talking
0: about the big, uh, the, which TV show? The cook-off thing? Yeah. I um, wasn't sure if you meant that or the one where it's Phil, like him talking, like getting interviewed and he looks like the devil himself.
1: <laughs> no, there was that. Um, and then also an honorable mention to, um, after wheelchair guy, Gets up and starts running, proving that he w- was not handicapped at all. And um Larry's ward, his protege, <laughs> I forget her name. <laughs> I'm so referring to Butlin as his ward from now on. Larry's young ward. Um says, No, Larry, he was never he was never disabled. He Now Butlin, why you gotta be such a dadgum atheist? Yes. We got us a miracle of the Lord. This man stood up. Like the promised son or some shit. I don't remember. I just now you did, it did. I did ago. include
0: Kid Rock, right? Or is this right after Kid Rock?
1: This is after Kid Rock.
0: Oh, shit. So next, tomorrow, you're going to get to enjoy... Oh, no, Mister- this is
1: before... No, this... I did... Yeah, no, sorry. I didn't understand. I did see Kid Rock.
0: Oh, so you have seen the kid <laughs> yes. in action. I did. All right, um... Let's get into what I did, because it's going to be past our 10-minute mark, and I had a false start with what I wanted to do, because, you know, Dark Side of the Moon syncs up perfectly with Wizard of Oz. And as I've experimented with in the past, Fall Out Boy's Save Rock and Roll fits with Twilight. And I'm like, that fits. I think Pink Floyd could have been watching Wizard of Oz and it influenced the way they produced that album. Maybe the makers of Twilight were big fans of Fall Out Boy. So I thought, what album, what music was playing when Larry decided to make Larry the cable guy Health Man? Did you go through
1: every Kid Rock album?
0: I... I thought about Kid, I thought about the Kid, but no, instead I chose All the Right Reasons by Nickelback. <laughs> Which, Blake, I swear to God, All the Right Reasons can be played exactly twice through this film, because the final song is Rockstar, and it goes, Hey, hey, I wanna be a rock star." Fades. Get her done! And then it loops back around when the credits start up. Um, so yeah, I've listened to Nickelback, a full Nickelback album twice today, and I was not sure if it was gonna work, or if this was gonna be a fun goof for the show until I, uh, I got in my car to go to work, and next to me was a man Who's apparently his stereo did not work, so he had a Bluetooth speaker up on his dashboard, and he started- Let me find the exact song. He started blasting Far Away by Nickelback, which is like an emotional song from this album, while leaning over at his girlfriend and fucking screaming a duck call into her
1: face. That man- Larry the Cable Guy. That
0: was Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, fuck. So, the reason why I sent you the specific selection I did is because that's really where it started to sync up. Because, like, there were some good moments initially, like, Follow You Home is like this just good butt rock anthem. And it's a funny juxtaposition between the opening of the film, which can be described as human Shrek, um, and then just butt rock in the background. Um, a few farts did sync up with Nickelback music Um, one of my personal favorites was the first time Rockstar played was also the time where Larry had the most violent shit of his entire life so there's just mm. loud fart noises playing over Nickelback and I'm like so this is what other people hear when they hear Nickelback <laughs> <laughs> But right before what I sent you... Oh, no, no. This was... um, The song Photograph cranks on the same moment I sent you what you needed to watch today. And it's about teaching Butlin how to go undercover. And I swear to God, it's like a mini-play within this movie of Butlin fucking up and then finding success in her undercover job. All of it set to Photograph. The whole thing sinks perfectly it is the undercover theme for butlin um now during the fucking kid rock and larry getting about to get have sex in his dream it does play animals the song about fucking and loving in
1: a car i do know that one Uh, this is also the scene that we've talked about before where the deer head asks Larry, what are you, queer? Yes, and then he wakes
0: up with a boner, and as it does, just a couple animals, boner happens. Um, And then, of course, the song ends as they bust in and accuse the mayor of poisoning restaurants, leading into Saving Me, which is a very emotional song about, like, I've lost control of my life, I need someone to save me. And that's literally playing as Larry's life falls apart because he falsely accused the mayor of poisoning people. Yep. Um, also, I, I forgot about this. I'm starting, t- this made me develop a secondary thought about wheelchair guy. And that's that he secretly loves Larry. And is trying like and is mad because Larry doesn't love him back because he assumes Larry is not gay. Although I do have a thing, I do have an idea that he is bi and used to date Big Suge. Um.
1: What well, you think? Him and Big Suge, they kind of ended it amicably, but they still wanted to be just friends. Except Big Suge, he kind of had a lot of pent up stuff that he never really wanted to um, yeah. admit to Larry. So when Larry finally admits that he breached Big Suge's trust by thinking that Big Suge was the poisoner, is why Big Suge actually throws Larry yes, out on his ass. Exactly.
0: Well, it, the reason why is because the end credits, they're, it's not bloopers, they all seem to still be in character, and Suge and Larry are making jokes back and forth, and then Larry just goes, you ever kiss a white boy before? And then, like, leans in, and they both giggle, and I'm like, oh, that's just them reliving their old life, it's nice and flirty. Um... But yeah, a lot of the songs like sync up to Wheelchair Guy looking at Larry while Nickelback is singing Romance, and I'm like, yeah. oh, Wheelchair Guy just wants to be with him.
1: I would also like to say, is this selection that you um gave me is this indicative of just how many racially insensitive and ethnically insensitive jokes there are in the movie?
0: Now, most of them, there's not that many that are bad. Now, I will say, there was one that was ethnically insensitive that made me laugh because of Larry's delivery of it.
1: I know, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> it, it is a- the end of the undercover scene. Yes. Yep.
0: <laughs> Where uh Butlin's getting taken down by the mayor, and then Larry... Out of nowhere. Like I know you're thinking maybe earlier in the film it sets up that Larry will be dressed as like a very stereotypical like Middle Eastern person. No, it just happens. (laughs) And then Larry just goes
1: He does do that. And
0: I I I I expected
1: him to be just go full team America World Police and just yell out Durka 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 Durka. (laughs) Um, let me see. All my notes for
0: saving me during that scene, by the way, are just, this is fucking good. This is so good. And at the end of saving me is Larry's darkest moment as the Larry mobile is stolen away from him. And then far away, the song where my buddy in his duck call car was listening to is all about like, I love you, but you're so far away. And that's the scene where Larry sees that his, that Jane, his girl is on a date with the fucking mayor. Mm -hmm. And also I made a joke while writing notes saying, I love you. As it shows Larry eating chicken is great until I realized that Nickelback saying, I love you is not him talking to the chicken. It's him talking to big sugar. And they're actually very, they're apart now. (laughs) Yeah, this was a good four songs in a row, and then it was ended by Next Contestant, which I thought was going to break the streak, and this starts playing, like, right as Larry starts getting really drunk and Jane's trying to, you know, cheer him back up, Till I realized, like, Next Contestant's all about Nickelback getting jealous that their girlfriend... Is getting hit on by other guys, and this is a scene where Larry's getting jealous because the mayor's hitting on his girlfriend, and then at the end he realizes that uh fucking Michelli is the real poisoner as they say, that's the, there's the next contestant. Next contestant is fucking Michelli.
1: Next contestant is Michelli. You heard it here first, folks.
0: Um Side of the Bull Side of a Bullet didn't really sync up that well, cause that is a song about Nickelback mourning the loss of another great rock god, and it doesn't fit that well. Okay. Um I will say, and this is off topic from Nickelback, a lot of this film has some very weird artistic shots. Mm-hmm. Like it's earlier in the film, you haven't seen it yet, but when they go to the mayor's office, it has like some weird clockwork orange vibes. But Now,
1: I I can't say that I noticed that because I watched The movie on YouTube in (laughs) glorious (laughs) 240p. Oh, no, no, no. That's purposeful. That adds (laughs) to the greatness of it. Oh, I spent, I, I noticed the bits where you were talking about where the, um, the song isn't there. Yes. It happens
0: quite a lot in the selection I've sent you.
1: I was, I was distracted and like reading something on my, um, like on my other monitor And then I noticed, wait, has the, has the video stopped? I'm not hearing anything anymore. No,
0: Larry's still moving. But you did notice where they added in, like, these quiet, like, very small, like, (laughs)
1: like,
0: it's like an ASMR video in the middle of Larry the Cable Guy. Oh. Um, So after Side of the Bullet, we get into If Everyone Cared, and I enjoyed this because it's, it's really a dumb fucking song, because it's Nickelback saying, if everyone cared about everybody, no one would die. And I'm like, that's not how death works, Nickelback. It comes for us all. <laughs> um, but I enjoy it because it's syncing up to, basically, the plot of the film, which is passion and heart versus, you know, this cold, calculating nature that Michelli has. She doesn't care about her food like Big Shug does. No. Like, when that's- it's... When it started, I thought I wouldn't like this song with the scene, but it kind of gives it this slow, beautiful, artistic vibe. And as it ends, like there's this boomp at the end and she puts the mic down as it booms, And then someone that you're with cranked up, which is all a song about like, I want to be that someone that you're with. And at first I thought it was about Larry and Jane, mm-hmm. or possibly Wheelchair Guy and Larry, but then I realized that it's actually Larry and Butlin, and you know the whole plot of this is Larry didn't want a partner, Larry didn't want a partner, now he wants to be that someone that Butlin's with as his partner, and unfortunately at this point, Wheelchair Guy no longer wants to be the one that's with Larry, because his sin has taken him so far away. <laughs>
1: So far, so far that he gets hit in the nuts with a soccer ball.
0: Um, And then, of course, when she kicks the needle out of uh Michelli's hand, it syncs up perfectly with the chorus coming in. <laughs> um, Yeah, Rockstar was a very emotional ending for this one, too, because it's Larry mm-hmm. finally becoming a rock star. And it's showing the downfall of Wheelchair Guy because he just wanted to be Larry's rock star and it led him down this path of sin that leads to what I originally thought was a ridiculous ending because for some reason Jane's mom shows up and Donnie shows up.
1: Yeah, and they just all dunk on him.
0: But I think this might just be like wheelchair guy's mind and it's the people who actually care about larry uh taking down the man who is trying
1: to destroy larry now larry does acknowledge that these people are there (sighs) oh my god
0: blake i just realized you missed the part of the film that i was actually going to use today to get you to watch it even further and it is the fact that larry get stone-cold throat-punched by Biff Tannen. And it does sync up to, we all just want to be big rock stars as the punch landed.
1: Well, I guess we'll have to talk about that one tomorrow because we've been going for almost 20 minutes.
0: Yeah, this may end up being a two-part episode, my boy. <laughs> uh, So, Blake, uh, tomorrow you're going to be watching the first half of the film, correct?
1: Yeah, I'll probably just watch up until what I saw
0: okay, at it, this we'll, point. are you going to skip past so you can see the Larry throat punch as well? I'll, t- yeah. Okay, alright, buddy. Uh, I'll do what I can. I'll I'll see you then, then. Uh, apologies to everyone, but Nickelback blessed me today.
1: And cursed me.
0: So, Blake, guess, guess what, buddy? what's that? Well, we've talked about this dumb garbage film for dirt people for so long that this is gonna have to become a two-parter. Fuck. I know! So, uh, I guess that means, ladies and gentlemen, I'll make sure to tune in next week to part two of our review of Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector over seven... God forsaken days.
1: I'm sorry.